now about to witness the strength of knowledge. This is Steve Dace. Raising a banner of bold colors, no pale pastels. People should not be afraid of their governments. Governments should be afraid of their people. Our rights are inherent and essential. Derived from our maker. That is liberty. And liberty will reign in America. This is Steve Dace. Well, greetings and welcome to the Steve Day Show podcast edition on Westwood One, powered by CRTV. Steve is gone one more day. He'll be back tomorrow in the saddle. You're stuck with uh, Todd and I for one more day. It's a Pop Culture Tuesday here on the podcast. We'll get to that in a little bit. We just finished up taping today's show. Todd, uh, anything in particular stand out to you that you want to promote? Uh, well, I learned uh, that any day uh, where I don't have to pretend to be Mitt Romney again is a good day. Yeah, no, it's it's a great day. I was I was um, you really hung in it for you committed to that for like the, the 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 whole thing, and I was very. I mean, you just stood in there and took it like a champion. I was very very proud of you. Uh, today's show, we asked a question that we knew the answer to. We talked to a guy who is part of an organization that's trying to fill the void that uh, Boy Scouts of America, uh, or whatever it is, Scouts BSA, or just Scouts BS, or just BS. We'll just call them BS. Um, that's that, uh, that, that an organization that's trying to fill that void. Uh, that's a good conversation. Fake news or not as well, it is um, just really having, having trouble reconciling why Israel just indiscriminately started opening fire on uh, a bunch of innocent men, women, and children uh, as well. So you want to check that out, crtv.com slash days. You can use the promo code, get 10 bucks off from uh, a year-long subscription. That amounts to about 25 cents a day for the show. I think um, if, if you absolutely can, go ahead and... Um, Go ahead and pick up a subscription. If you like this podcast and you want more of it and you want a visual element as well, I know people's times, people are getting hit up for 15 bucks there, 5 bucks there, 10 bucks there, and getting hit up the same way with their time as well. But if you need something to uh, fill your evenings maybe as you get home from work or maybe you work at a job where you need something to fill your time there, uh, this is a great way to do that. CRTV.com slash Dace. Use promo code Dace. It is a Pop Culture Tuesday. And Todd, I included this in one of the uh, montages on the TV show last week. It's a new music video from a guy named Donald Glover. That's his real name. His stage name is Childish Gambino. He's an artist. I think he's an actor, uh, musician. Uh, just he's, he's an artist. And you know he, he's Lando Calrissian, don't you? He's Lando Calrissian? The new one, yeah. I did not know that. Oh, this is Pop Culture Tuesday is off to a great start. A start. No, I. Um, he's he's. You don't know anything about. No, Pop yeah. <laughs> Who's Lando? Um, <laughs> no, he's a he's a very talented guy. I think he was in. I don't want to say that because obviously I don't know him, but I, I've heard of him before, and I've, he's very popular. It seems like he came out with a new music video called "This Is America," and uh, a lot of people had a lot of things to say about this, mostly from the left, and mostly of mostly they were just um, gushing about this music video. Now I've seen it; I have my own thoughts on it. Todd, I would like to have you watch it because you have not seen it yet. I've not seen it, but I have seen spasms all over uh, social media about it. And up to this point, I've avoided it, but 
Thank you, Aaron. You bet. I'm here to just spoil your day. Yesterday, you're Mitt Romney. Today, you're watching uh, This Is America, the music video. So we're going to kind of Mystery Science 3000, this hush puppy. I'm going to leave our mics on. And then afterwards, after Todd gets done uh, watching it and listening to it, uh, I want to get his thoughts on the music video. So here it is. And if you have not seen this music video yet, I would encourage you, if you want to, it's, it's pretty, it's not for the faint of heart, uh, but if you would like to kind of figure out what we're talking about, you can pause the podcast here, go watch it, uh, and then come back and you can listen to the kind of Mystery Science 3000 experience Todd and I will have here in a little bit. Again, if this movie had an MPAA rating, it would probably be R, so just know that going in. Todd, your thoughts? Uh, well, help me frame my thoughts, Aaron. <laughs> what are they saying online? I can only imagine. Uh, it's a brilliant commentary on race relations and gun violence. It, I would have... That would have been I, nice if that was in there somewhere. That's not even... Yeah. That's just a dirty diaper. There, there, there's no art there. there, there what, what commentary... Speechless. I'm trying to take whatever message he had. I I I I don't want to take it too seriously though because I fear, I fear he is this another um, movie the Steve um, um, get out is he right. is he trolling his own side? The message here's here's. What and hopefully, hopefully, if you're listening to this, you've seen the music video. As I as I as I said before, um, here's the message I think he was trying to send. A. Um, we trivialize mass shootings. It's too easy to do mass shootings. Something like that. Uh, two. With the get your money black man thing, he's saying that uh, race, uh, black people are still discriminated against. And three, with the old dancing around thing, well, there's a, you know, there's chaos going on behind him. It's a comment, it's supposed to be a commentary on, um, on how bad things are, but we're so focused on shiny objects that we can't see the forest through the trees or something like that. Here's the message. I think that was the message he was trying to communicate. Here's the message I think that was actually communicated. Um, black people are victims, even though they just shot up 10 people using illegal weapons. And... Um, the whole video is a shiny object. <laughs> yeah. He defeated the entire point of the, of the, I think, that he was trying to communicate in the video. The video is a shiny object. If you really want to, if you want to really want to portray, and to some degree, there is some, some truth in that. There's, we like our shiny objects, but it's not the way that that was communicated uh, in, the, in, in, the, in the music video that everybody's uh, going off about. And two, uh, how how is that's like really racist to portray black people as being mass murderers like that but yet they're still the victims some ways I, it's just 
that video is as chaotic as the progressive worldview. But yet, so many people are saying, ah, it's amazing. It is, uh, it is, it is, it is a fine piece of artwork. It's, it's, it makes me feel some way. But no, the whole video is just absolute chaos. I have an old friend who's, we go way back, he's of a progressive bent, and he's an artist, and he says the point of art is to challenge the viewer. You can take that or leave that. Uh, but if we take that on its own terms, was was anybody challenged by this? Uh, I think all of the people with progressive ears to hear found exactly what they wanted in yep. this. And the rest of us, uh, it's just incoherent babble that is typical of the reason why uh, we have chosen the narrow gate instead. I really, uh, we we like to have robust conversations on the show with people we disagree with. I I can't even find the thing to disagree with. This is just this was masturbation. That's what that was. This was masturbation. Um. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's something uh, something to behold. That's for sure. Not 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 in any uh, good ways. Uh, another thing I want to talk about on uh, Pop Culture Tuesday is a different perspective on Avengers: Infinity War uh, that was shared with me. Um, my girlfriend and I went and saw that movie together, and she actually went to Star Wars with me as well. We both did not like Star Wars. The, the Last Jedi thought it was terrible. Uh, this one, I really, I really liked Avengers this this time. Uh, she did not like it, and she just has different different tastes in movies. And I think it says a lot about her that she's still willing to go and see some of these movies with me, uh, even if she, if even if it's not her cup of tea. She what, does, a, what does she make you go see? Uh, let's see. What did oh we saw the Greatest Showman together, which was not yeah which good movie not, yeah which is not bad. Um, we watched an old black and white movie a couple weeks ago, but that was at home. Uh, so she she really likes the old black and white Audrey Hepburn, just the classics, sure. the, the the very um, classy. She's a very classy uh, classy young lady, and uh, she likes uh, she likes her movies the same way. So I I appreciate and respect that about her. She had a different observation about the overall tenor of the movie than I think that what uh, than what we've really discussed on this show, and we haven't really discussed Avengers on the podcast or the TV show much. Essentially, the gist of what she says is that um, at the end of the movie, and again, spoiler spoiler alert here, spoiler warning, uh, if you haven't seen the movie, if you're one of the three people who has not yet, um, and you don't want it to be spoiled, then, then maybe listen to a different podcast right now. She says basically at the end of the movie, she would fear that people in our culture would view God, the concept of God, in a similar way as what Thanos was presented. And her fear was that people who do not know Christ walking out of the theater would just have their view, their faulty view, but their view nonetheless of God reaffirmed in the person of Thanos, meaning that he is a cruel, vindictive, um, heartless man up in the sky who can just snap his fingers and uh, make half the galaxy go away if he wants to just because he wants to. That's essentially what she's saying. 
and how hopeless you would be walking out of the theater if you did not have some semblance of an actual actual perception or a, 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 some sort of worldview that was based in a proper notion of God. And I thought that was kind of interesting because we had a conversation about this, um, obviously, and I said, well, I think um, it's not that you're going away from the theater hopeless, it's that the only thing you're left with when you're going away from the theater is hope that this can't end this way. This is not right. And in the next, um, in the next story, the story's not over yet. In the next story, uh, you've got your Christological figures, if you will, in uh, the the remaining superheroes uh, who will hopefully um, win the final victory over death, i.e., Thanos. And that Thanos is not a picture of God; he's actually a, a picture of of evil incarnate. Um, I thought, though, that her perspective on that was kind of uh, interesting. Todd, what do, what do you think about that notion? Uh, actually, I think she's right on the money uh, in many respects, but I don't think it's an either or. I, I think it can be a, a both and. I, I mean, Steve compared Thanos uh, to Margaret Sanger. And uh, because the uh, uh, people, uh, unchurched people, have uh, lionized Planned uh, Parenthood and simply let the reality of its founding by Margaret Sanger and who she was and why she founded it just uh, roll right past them. Uh, I, they, the, they can see a god in the way you just described it as she described it and who is in fact Margaret Sanger and be fearful of that while totally being detached and loving the thing uh, that she uh, created uh, so we, heck, and as far as the church people Aaron you know all too well that how many Regular church attending Christians do have that part of them in it, and you had a tweet not long ago about uh, Marcione, but they they don't you know they're, they're uncomfortable with that aspect of God, and and they and and they just talk about the the bumper sticker uh, slogans of uh, that basically uh, amount to cheap grace. So yeah, her. Her reaction actually is um, it's not one that I thought about, which is why it's growing in power since the time you told me uh, about it. I, I again, I don't think it I think Steve was exactly right too in terms of the truth free of altered perceptions of what this is, but w- w- our perceptions are so grotesquely altered. I mean, we are living in that uh, in the uh, House of Mirrors at the circus right now, and everything is warped and twisted. I ha- I haven't seen this reaction on social media uh, that I know of, but it, I kind of wanted to go digging now to see if if more people view this as the. Um, basically, what she's summing up is the I I don't I will never believe in a God who blankety blankety blank mm-hmm. who 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 is so seemingly uh, 
arbitrary uh, and capricious and uh, uh, ego-driven. I'm I'm fascinated by it. I I think, um, and this speaks to what we talked about before, about do the movie uh, writers, producers, etc., do they understand the worldview that they are delivering, the indictment, and it, it, this is a way where the answer could clearly be no, and they could actually tr- be trying to produce a God-hating piece in their own way, but they are so lacking in a depth of understanding of their own worldview because their own worldview is ultimately not emotive and not reason-based as they say it is. They could be trying to make a God-hating movie and they are actually making a movie uh, that is an indictment of the opposite as well, simultaneously. Um, And so it, it, it... I mean, this is a perfect discussion to have in this year of worldview, don't don't you think, Aaron? Because yeah. you can you can validly come away with a positive appreciation, as Steve did, yeah. or a concern that that could be missed and be taken in an entirely it, different way. Yeah, I think what uh, Alyssa did is she looked at it. She put herself in somebody else's shoes because what I think we're quick to do is look at the look at look at the message messages that are being sent by the movie from our own particular worldview without looking at, at it from somebody else's point of view. I think that's what she did and I, I think presciently so in in as, as it pertains to Avengers. And so it really does come down to these 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 works of cinematography and these stories they can be looked at from from two different ways many times sometimes not but many times it just depends on the worldview that you're working out of because i could have gone in there as a god-hating atheist actually and come out um with with the same type of reaction that i did from a judeo-christian worldview but from totally different starting points uh, a God-hating atheist would have gone in there and said, "Hey, that's um, that is uh, that that is God right there. If there's a God that I know, it's that one. It's Thanos. He's evil. He's vindictive. He's petty. He can snap his fingers and make life miserable for half the universe. And the the Avengers man is going to go get him and going to bring him down. Yeah, let's go." Uh, whereas I come in that and I say Thanos is death. He's not one. He's not the ultimate victory. A Christological figure will come along and win the final victory over death because Thanos has this fascination with death. Uh, that that's another can of worms. Uh, so we can go in there from totally different starting points, come away with the same reaction, but for different reasons. Does that make sense? Uh, oh, totally. Now my biggest concern now, where I didn't have one, we talked about the whatever the the next movie is called the finale and how uh i I think we did this on buy sell or hold and and steve and i agreed that we were it would it'll be hard the track record is such that you can uh have place a solid bet on that they are going to succeed it's a good movie but that that i'm 
that's where her analysis is most powerful to me now because now, uh, and I think you're the one who said it, Aaron, the next movie is going to take place in a, uh, a largely in an altered reality. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in different, um, how did you put it? Um, alternate universe. Alternate universes, yeah. Well, that basically what you're describing is on you're, you're entering God's world in the framework of the movie, the all-powerful being, the, he was, who, who can now manipulate reality in any way he chooses. And if that is all blown up and uh, the, 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 um, the mortals, so to speak, win, this trajectory that this thing has been on could still end in something akin to a humanist manifesto. It could turn in to the killing of God. And it's not something I even remotely considered before uh, her analysis. Yeah. No, and I I kind of, uh, I mean, we talked about it a little bit more this last weekend. And I, I disagreed with her, but I was thinking about it more. And, yeah, I mean, that's depending on the worldview from the, that, that you're starting from with this particular with this particular film, you can take it any way you you can. I don't I don't know. I, I think you I think there's just as much of a chance of the same thing happening. The, the paradigm that I just described with going in as a God hating atheist or going in from a Judeo Christian worldview the, the the leftists who are writing the film might be thinking that they're writing a film that is saying, hey, this is a humanist manifesto, we're taking God down, whereas the Judeo-Christian worldview saying, hey, the heroes here, the superheroes who save the day, they represent, you know, uh, again, a Christological figure. So I don't, uh, so I think we could be hitting for that. I think that might be, that could be what the writers are trying to communicate, but they're good at telling stories so the audience can take it probably whatever they, way they want to it'll be fascinating to watch at any rate uh, how how that story develops in the fourth one I, i'm definitely i i think both of the, both you and i are probably going to be in agreement looking a lot more forward to avengers 4 than uh, than star wars than the next star wars movie like oh. I, I don't care about the next one like you you, you know what's going to happen you know what's going to happen with avengers 4 um but you actually care uh, for some reason, I don't. I don't care about Star Wars. I'm. I'm worse than I'm, uh, and I can't believe it has come to that. But I, that's where I'm at now. I'm looking forward to uh, Han Solo very much. Uh, the they've done the, the the trailers have gotten increasingly better, uh, and I'm fascinated um, by the the early beginnings of the relationship between uh, Han and Chewie and Lando that that's cool stuff that that takes me back but the, yeah I, I am I'm actually like now I have concerns about this next movie with the Avengers mm-hmm. I, I I am like terrified at just how badly it won't just be a bad movie but it it will be so, <laughs> just so um just taking a whiz on a, a great thing of childhood by the adults who were given that gift and who have so, because of their own poorly formed worldview, 
have now as all listen e- evil is only the twisting and bending and uh manipulating of good there is god did not create uh any evil and that's that's what's happened with the last jedi uh in star wars uh something something good and true uh was bent and twisted out of almost all recognition and what will be left for the because you know nostalgia it runs incredibly deep and we're showing our kids this now and the next generation is going to watch this and get absolutely nothing like we got from Luke and Leia and Han uh, and the battles against Darth Vader uh, in the first trilogy. It's, it's, it, <laughs> I, I have a feeling I'm just going to be sad after it. Yeah, I, I'm probably not even going to see it in theaters, to be quite honest. And I'm, I'm not even exaggerating because I just don't, I don't care. I, I mean, credit to, who was it? Ryan Johnson, who directed that one? Yeah. Um, I mean, credit to him to try to actually create something new. But what he did was completely, it's just, it's, it just does not, it, it the story is just there's there's nothing there that's alluring i mean he he made something new but now what it, there's there's nothing there there's nothing to be resolved in the final movie i just don't i don't care about it all right we're going to put up a bookmark in it uh, there steve will be back tomorrow uh, for both the tv show and the podcast until then thank you for listening and bearing with todd and i for the last couple of days again until tomorrow mike is 68